Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. I have a fun topic here, at least fun for me, and it's talking the difference between mobility and flexibility. So this is a a hot and trendy topic out there, but it's super important for a lot of people in an area where so many people uh, neglect in their training and in their daily practice. So if your joints ever feel stiff or achy, if you get tight muscles, if you have trouble comfortably squatting or bending down or reaching your arms up overhead, whether that's just day-to-day or in your workouts, if you ever hurt your lower back, if you fall into any of those categories, then you probably need to start giving more thought to your mobility training. said this is so commonly neglected, but leads to so many of those problems listed earlier. So today we're going to be talking about the difference in mobility training versus flexibility training and why it's so important to achieve your health and fitness goals, stay pain-free, feel better, and perform better on a daily basis. So it's not about choosing between feeling good or performing good. The mobility work that we're going to talk about today will help you do both. So if you're into feeling pain-free, feeling good, and performing good, then listen up because this one's going to be uh, some good stuff for you guys looking to learn more on how to implement this. So like I said earlier, this is a popular topic, but there are a lot of misconceptions out there between the difference between what flexibility work is and what mobility work is and how to properly train them. So let's talk about the difference between flexibility and mobility. Flexibility is the passive ability of your muscles, joints, tissues to get into certain positions. So example for this, think bending down and touching your toes. For a lot of people, if they're lacking flexibility, they won't be able to do this. But flexibility, if you have enough of it, you can easily touch your toes, maybe even touch the ground. For some of you, probably palm the ground. And that's your body's ability to passively get into those positions. Now, there is an active component to something like touching your toes, but in in that example, there's uh, very little uh, little control needed compared to uh, what the work gravity is doing, especially if you have that base level of flexibility. Now, we do see a lot of times that there are some people that lack the control to do it in that case, and that's where we get into the mobility side of things. So mobility is the ability to actively achieve positions with tension and control through your full range of motion. 
So this has an active component to it that doesn't just rely on gravity or a weight or a stretching strap or a band or something to get you through that full stretch. This is involving both sides of the the joint or the muscles that you're stretching involves a, a strength control or a stabilization control as well as the flexibility and lengthening of that as well. So to try and uh, explain this a little better, let's think of something like the overhead squat. So this is something we, we test in pretty much everyone that, uh, that work with because it's a very foundational movement to see how your mobility is, how your control is. And for those that aren't familiar, overhead squat, think standing upright, you're pressing a bar or just holding your arms up overhead, and then you're trying to drop into a squat as far as you can with your hips getting below parallel. So this is something we see so many people struggle with, especially the guys that I work with can be stiff. This requires a lot of mobility through your ankles, your hips, your upper back, your shoulders, and it can be a tough position for people to get into. But while the flexibility is a component, some people said a lot of the the guys especially are just stiff in some of those joints. They do need some flexibility training, but there are a lot of people that actually have the requisite flexibility to get into the position but are missing the mobility or the control to be able to do so. So one way to think about this is, so picture overhead squat in the bottom position, you're squatting all the way below parallel, your arms are up overhead, you're in a good strong position. Now picture that line on your back. So if you were to lie on your back and bend your knees up towards your chest, you lift your arms up overhead so they're resting on the floor. If you can get into this position on the ground, but you can't achieve this position when standing, then you might not have a flexibility issue like you think. There might actually be a mobility issue at play because you're able to passively get into this position when you're in a nice controlled position lying on your back. But when you put you in standing, put your arms overhead, maybe even add some weight to it, then all of a sudden it becomes difficult. And that's the difference between flexibility and mobility is that one requires the active control, one requires a lot of strength, joint stability, coordination of different muscles, but the flexibility is just, can you get in that position? Yes or no. And this might be oversimplifying a little bit, but to give you guys a picture, hopefully that makes a little more sense. So having limited flexibility in general can make you feel very stiff and achy. So I see this a lot. Guys come in, big muscle bound guys that I work with, and they have trouble even getting these positions at all. In those cases, some flexibility work might be needed to break through some of the tension, some of the tightness that they've developed over the years. But having more flexibility than mobility, so a lot of people, the more hypermobile people, the people that can easily touch their toes, touch the ground, but if they're having more flexibility than mobility, this can be a recipe for injury. So you're lacking the control to get into the positions that are necessary for life and for sport. Let's take the ankle, for example. So a lot of people have good passive mobility of the ankle. If I were to check and we move the joint around, the ankle moves every way as it needs to, moves freely. But if you're lacking the control in those ligaments, in those muscles, a lot of times we see ankle sprains. See this with the runners that I get to work with. See this with athletes that I get to work with. Of They have all this flexibility in their ankle, but they've never properly built up the control of it. So they happen to step on something uneven. They're running. They step in a, a hole. They step on a rock. And then their ankle sprains because they don't have the control to buffer through those positions They've never developed that. They've never trained in those positions, and that can set you up for injury. So now that I know the importance of some of those things, how do we train these properly? 
So there is a place for both. There's nothing wrong with flexibility work, which is commonly thought of as static stretching. So stretching and holding a position. But if you're doing flexibility work, it should always be followed up with mobility work, which is more active in nature. So let's take a hamstring stretch, for example. So you bend down and touch your toes or you put your leg up on a chair and you lean forward to stretch out your hamstrings. This can help them temporarily feel looser. This can help you improve your range of motion and your flexibility. But if you simply stop there, if you stretch and hold them, and then you go back to doing whatever in your day-to-day, you go back to sitting, you're not going to maintain those mobility benefits. So mobility is hitting save on the document. And that's what we tell people is the stretching helps to open up more range of motion, more flexibility, but you have to follow that up with some mobility work, that active control to get more long-lasting results. So looking at the hamstring again as an example, if you open up your hamstrings, now you can more easily bend down and touch your toes. You can more easily lift your leg up. Follow that up with something like a dead bug exercise where you're laying on your back, you're strengthening your core, your legs are straight up in the air, or something like a straight leg deadlift, something where you're controlling through that range of motion and teaching your body how to use that new range of motion that you've improved. So when to do this? I prefer people doing mobility work pre-workout versus flexibility work. For the same reason we talked about earlier, if you do a bunch of flexibility work and then you go try and maybe lift heavy and you're not used to having that newfound flexibility, that can set you up for injury. But the mobility work also is what's going to help prime your muscles, prime your joints, and better do that for from a pre-workout standpoint. If you want to do flexibility work, doing that at home on off days at night is a good thing. And remember, always following that up with some active mobility work. Uh, how do you know if this is working, though? That's a, that's a big question we get. And that's where we use what's called a test-retest. So you always want to pick a movement, let's say a squat. You test your squat before you do anything. You do your flexibility work and mobility work. You should retest the squat. You should notice an immediate and noticeable change in that. If you're not noticing that change, then you're probably not on the right track with what you're working on. So make sure that you have some objective feedback and some uh, tests that you can do to see if it's working. This stuff reacts really quickly. It doesn't always last a long time, but the more consistently you do it, the more you can build up results over time, but you have to see that immediate change. So make sure that you're testing it and retesting it to know if you're on the right track. Because a lot of times where you think you might have a flexibility or mobility limitation, it might not actually be the, the problem or the biggest problem. So make sure that you're testing and retesting. Generally speaking, if you're like, okay, where, where do I even start to focus on? Some of the joints that require the most mobility and are the common ones we see stiff would be ankles, hips, your mid-back, or what's called your thoracic spine, the shoulders, and the wrists. So those are common areas that should have a lot of mobility, but people are commonly missing in. So if you're going to prioritize some areas, start with those. So if you've been dealing with aches, pains, limited mobility, uh, solid mobility strategies often the ticket to a better feeling and higher performing body. So whether your goals are simply to feel better or to perform better at a higher level in the gym or in your sport, you can't neglect your mobility training. This is something that I do custom for each program I work with based on the movement assessment that our clients go through because it is highly individualized to, okay, where, where are you limited at? But just getting started on this, if this is something new to you, is what's necessary to start to learn where those areas are. And these are things you can self-assess on your own and go through. If you're looking for a more general starting point and a great resource, we have a free 30-day mobility cha- challenge 
And that's in the show notes here. Recommend you guys sign up for it. It's 30 days of done for you mobility challenge work that takes about 10 minutes a day can at least introduce you guys to some mobility training and what that even looks like. We have a lot of our favorites in there, some that we give with all of our clients and highly recommend you guys checking that out if you're looking for a place to get started. So remember, mobility work and flexibility work are not the same. Both are important in their own way, but make sure that you're prioritizing your mobility work if you're spending time on flexibility work. Follow it up with that active control, that strengthening component. Let's keep those muscles and joints happy and mobile. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made for More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.